All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, <laughs> Uncle Legend. And with me, as always, is my beautiful saboteur uh, <laughs> co-host, Call Girl Six, better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. So, Fox, do we want to start off with your amazing, uh, your amazing uh, discovery today? Listen, so we were out of town earlier today taking care of some stuff, and um, we stopped by to have something to eat, and it was this, like, hole-in-the-wall place or whatever, but the food was pretty good. I liked it. Um, yeah, that's right. And there was a picture of what I thought was the buffalo in the wall, right? And they were talking about um, just everything was, like, surrounded by, like, buffalo. I was like, He was like, that's not a buffalo. That's a bison, and it's not – we don't have buffaloes in America. I'm like, whatever. It's Buffalo. Why do they call it Buffalo, New York? Why the heck? Are- <laughs> so we have buffaloes. What about in the Great Plains? What about the buffaloes? Yeah, with Buffalo Rome. He was like, we don't have no buffaloes here. They're they got bison. No damn I'm like, yo, are you for real? <laughs> this has been an hour and a half of our day gone because Fox is like buffalo. I Would thought you, we had. I had to show the difference here. between buffaloes, um, between bison, mm-hmm. buffaloes who. If you don't know the difference between buffaloes and bison, one, it's kind of like the thing with like with lions and tigers where they don't um they don't fuck around on the same continent type thing, right? Like Africa and Asia got uh buffaloes, and buffaloes got those horns that look like a that look like a you know one of the old Western mustaches that roll up or whatever. Let me help the people, okay. aka everything that we see today is referring to buffalo is actually a bison. Yeah, that that, that 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 you literally sound like a kid that just found out that Santa wasn't real. Like, oh, what you mean we ain't got no buffalo? Why they call it buffalo? Why they call it buffalo New York? Because of the Buffalo Creek. They're like, why they call it that? Because a whole bunch of people who been places that had buffalo saw bison was like that should look like a buffalo, and probably translated Native American shit wrong. And mm-hmm. boom, there you have it. Fucking, they start calling it Buffalo Creek instead of Bison Creek. Yeah, scientifically it was wrong, and so they just the name just stuck, which is crazy. I mean, we call species. we literally call a People, the wrong thing. We call them Indians. <laughs> like, what make you think that a buffalo can't get it? Like, you oh know, we call people Indians. Like, hey man, we pulled up to the wrong goddamn continent. Like, the, so the Americans call buffalo. Like, I mean, I was so mad about that. I'm like, so why are you gonna name something? You don't even have it. Like, that's crazy. It is. So what it is. they call at Yellowstone Park. They have something called the wild buffalo, but it's not. It's actually bison. I was like, why would they do that? Clearly, they look completely different. They're not. The I mean, same. they don't look completely. They do different. look different. If the one horns. ran up, if one ran up on you and said, "Yo, I'm a buffalo," and he was a bison, you ain't gonna be like, "No, the fuck, you ain't get you." Like, you ain't <laughs> about graffalo. to. Yeah, you ain't not. No, you ain't. You ain't about to beef with him about because it. the buffalo have like the Miss Seeley braid going the two little. Lord. Big, big old horn. <laughs> Lord. Hey, that shit do look like a old it ass braid. It do look like a braid. The two I little braids like that your grandma um, used to give me. I thought it looked like the Yosemite <laughs> Sam mustache on the no, buffalo. No, not that. Nah, but uh-uh. um, yeah, so Fox got her got her wild lesson on there. Tell you how you learn something new every day. I was shocked. I was like, what? We don't have no buffalo? We ain't got no buffalo. I've been lied to. And guess what? Buffalo wings? Tell them about what you thought about buffalo wings, Fox. It's a bison. It's not buffalo. No, buffalo wings. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell them that. All right, all right. I'll, I'll let you live. I'll let you I'm live. like, then. Fox is a lunatic. <laughs> no, y'all should know Fox is a fucking lunatic. 1,000% Fox is a lunatic. Like, everybody thinks I'm the crazy one because I'm like the big, I'm like the big dude with all the guns and all that other stuff. No, we got, we do zero to 100 I do zero and I do a hundred. Right, Fox does fine, one to Fuck it. I'm gonna tell him because I don't care. Send so. it. Full send. <laughs> so I was like, wait, 
buffalo wings. I'm like, so I thought they were actually like buffalo meat, but no, it's chicken. Everybody, no, I know it was chicken, but that was just like a fast, quick thought. Everybody in the tri-state area, start that slow clap. (laughs) She's like, why do you call them buffalo wings? I'm like, because it started in Buffalo, New York. She's like, Oh my god! I was like, "Well, yeah. is the buffalo wing? Aren't they buffalo?" The like disgusting, the disgusting. Her face was like being Epstein's mother, and finding <laughs> out that your son ain't shit. Being like, "Oh, he did that for." Hmm. It's like being R. <laughs> so Kelly mad. mama. Oh, not my Robert. I was so mad. Not my Robert. Oh my All right, god! So yeah, I guess we. My, could, that's my day today. So we learn something new every day. Apparently, there's no buffaloes here in the United States. Yeah, and I we've all been bamboozled because I know I'm not the Hood only one who thought that too. So Random let's up. let's be for real. I'm just gonna say what y'all don't be saying on here. And and, 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 and for so, real, and for real, don't be getting on here. Everybody being that armchair quarterback uh, like it, I knew because I looked I on knew. Google Whatever. just to verify. You look Get just now. You look just now when I was talking <laughs> about it. So let's keep it real <laughs> and be for real. Yeah. So um, all right. First thing, let's go. So we we talked. We touched on uh, Ma, uh, the the Aubrey case. We touched on that last podcast. We didn't have a um, verdict, nothing. So to get to go ahead and sum this up, everybody should know about the Mar Arby case. Yeah. I mean, and y'all got the literally the whole entire internet in your hands just like I do right now. Right? So you don't like what that's at? No. Oh, you want to be able to see it better? Yes. Okay. All right. So um, all three were found guilty on, mur- on murder. Travis McMichael, that's the son, the one who actually shot Mr. Arby. Uh, he was guilty of malice murder, four counts of felony murder, two mm-hmm. counts of aggravated assault, false imprisonment, false imprisonment, uh, and criminal criminal intent to commit a felony. He got all the damn charges. Everything they brought him up on, he caught all of that shit. Right, so he 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 wearing all that. So the next one is his pops, uh, Greg McMichael. He got guilty of felony murder. He wasn't guilty of malice murder. And William uh, Bryant, Bryant or Bryant, whatever. He um that was the the neighbor. They homie or something like that. So he was guilty of malice murder, one count of felony murder, one mm-hmm. count of aggravated assault. And then they get like kidnapping or something or false imprisonment or somebody. Yeah, yeah. So so, so the, the main dude, Travis McMichael, the okay. shooter, they charged him with that, right? Yeah. So from what I got from what, what mm-hmm. from what I got, that's uh he got charged with that. So I'm giving claps to the, the justice judicial system. system. Another time, judicial finally system getting, getting got, it got right. It right. Those little steps, little, you know, little what I mean, it's kind of like one of the things. Long way like, to go. Yeah, it's kind of like one of the things. It's like having, uh, it's like shitting on your, your your spouse or your partner or something like that, right? Yeah, I already took care of that, baby. Okay, uh, so it's already like um, it's like shitting on your partner, right? Like they've been fucking up a lot, and then they start doing a little shit, right? You gotta go ahead and give them a little. All right, well, you can go ahead and get your little, you know, what I'm saying, get your little Scooby snacks. Obviously, somebody's not as forgiving around here as, as we are about the judicial system. I ain't system, get my claps yet. Yeah. What? I, I, I'm giving you flowers while you've been... Man, get out of here. We ain't even about to do this. You ain't even about to make me sound that horrible in real life. No, I'm playing. He's okay. Good. I'll take okay. I'm an average dude. <laughs> I will take okay. I'm not Elon Musk out here being Hat-ish. a billionaire. None of that. <laughs> so, the Amar Arby cases, uh, they got it right now. I don't think it's... um. That's one of them cases, like, obviously, we, we don't try to delve too far into politics. But yeah. if you feel as though that those men should have been innocent based on the evidence that was given in that trial, you deserve to be in a wood chipper foot first. Like, yeah, just go jump off the bridge or something. Yeah, right. jump off the bridge and make sure. And if you don't get it right That's the first crazy. time, do it again. Try, yeah, try, try again. again. Yeah. yeah. So, and then the other crazy stuff in the case, right? The lawyer. I don't know what the lawyer said. The, um... 
that was the, the that was so that was the um mm-hmm. lawyer. She was the defendant to uh either one of them dudes, all three of them dudes, whatever. She went for the worst Hail Mary in the history of law. Jesus. This woman <laughs> gonna say, uh Do we have a quotes? Do we have a quotes? Um all I she said something about he was out there in his khaki shorts and his shoes with no socks, no socks to cover his dirty toenails. Right. Like yo. Yeah, I don't really use I, I don't really call women female dogs too much, but that bitch done lost her goddamn mind. Oh like my God. you, you wild as hell for that. Like did, did just the, the audacity to say some shit like that, and you sitting there saying it in front of the family, right? That's sitting there that got a that got a a, a, a family member dead, whatever he was, a brother, a son, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like you gonna you gonna say some wild shit like that. You thought that was gonna be what what turns the jury over to be like, hmm, he ain't wearing no socks. He deserves to die. Yeah. Like, so that's some crazy wild shit. And I'm I I just I heard something about she going up on charges, and I ain't looking up enough. But you looking up the quote right now. Turning Ahmaud Aubrey into a victim after the choices that he made does not reflect the reality of what brought Ahmaud Aubrey to Satilia Shores in his khaki shorts with no socks to cover his long, dirty toenails. What the fuck do that have to do with anything? With anything. Anything. I don't even know what the man's toenails look like, but I'm going to tell you what it don't got nothing to do with. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. And really, at that point, I'm just petty enough, like, if I had been in there, I would have got contempt of court. Yeah, I believe so, too. Um, I think that's terrible. I feel like uh, her family should be embarrassed of her. Yeah. Her firm? Like, why would you even why would you you stoop that low? At? This man is obviously a victim, regardless of, he's he's no longer here. And you're talking about the way he was dressed, may, warranted that type of, of action Not a, even, against talking, him? You ain't even talking about, it'd be different if he was out here in, like, a, Texas Chainsaw Mask outfit. He's out here with a chainsaw and, a, and some coveralls. It's like, you talking about he ain't had no socks on? You talking about toenails? His dirty toenails? Like, what in That's the like, world? Man, I would have been like, yo, take your shoes off right now, fam. Let me see your feet. Let <laughs> me crazy. see them ugly-ass monkey feet you got going on. I just on can't believe she that. did that. She stooped that low. That was extremely yeah, I'm you, I been, out of I'm, pocket. I'm on your ass, bucko. I would have been, I'm talking about the bailiff would have been working that day because I would have been, eh, 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 on her ass. Is that the one that's um, being brought up against charges, too? Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, I saw an article about it, but I don't know where it is. But okay. she bring, brought up on some charge or something. I don't know. Oh, really, you that, dumb, you that damn dumb, and that's what you go for? It's like, I ain't saying. That's just as poor. That's just poor character. Yeah. Like, that's just poor character at that point. Like, what made you think, like, yo, we in the back. I'm in the bind, Nate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm in the bind, Nate. Let me go for the Hail Mary. Right. He got dirty toenails. Like, what? what is this? What death comedy that do with? Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Like, that's embarrassing. Like, yeah, that she shit need to wild. hang up her whole career after that. Yeah, end your whole career. All right, that's enough with that. The justice system finally got it right. So, you've been on a lot of rants yourself lately. You've been having a lot of self-realizations and things like hey, that. Yo, you've I'm been on, posting. Hey, yo, I'm 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 about at that point that when I retire, I'm going straight to the ayahuasca. Like, I think <laughs> I'm at that point of enlightenment. With this wisdom that has been bestowed upon me from so many lifetimes of being here, that <laughs> I think that I might have to just go straight to the ayahuasca. Oh yeah. Ella, what Jim say? You know you are going to lose, but you you know you are going to lose, but she was still going to get paid, and she still does that. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But anyway, yeah, that shows her true character. Like, yeah, what, what's wrong shit. with you? The she morale of her is just ridiculous. God forbid you go to work somewhere and uh, <laughs> should be the one in there. 
I have black That's friends. Like, Shut it, your ass up. It just reminds me of a tattletelling child or something. Yeah. Like, Jerry did it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, what? It's like, get out what of here. Just he, don't know. Got he nothing. stopped my toe four weeks ago. Yeah. What? He was mean to me. Get out of here with Whatever. that. That's ridiculous. But yeah, I have been on some rants. I mean, um, <clears> so I be, those are the rants on Facebook. Those when I was just having them 24 hour periods of just like thoughts hit me. And I'm like, yeah, I got to get some of this shit out or whatever, right? And I usually just mm-hmm. put the pen to the pad, but I was like, well, fuck it. I mean, we got to build the social media presence and all that, so let's let the world know Uncle Legend's thoughts. Yeah. So some uh, So tell tell the people what you have been thinking thus far. I don't know. You'd have to bring up those rants because okay. I'm already on new rants. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm on he new is. rants. You know what? One thing about him, he talk a lot, right? So he has things posted every, I don't know how many minutes. He would post something. You could just search my page and put 24. I'm looking on your page right now. You want me to, you want me to show you how to use a cell phone? I don't know how to use a cell phone. Let's teach Fox how to use a cell phone. I know how to use a cell phone. I See how he do, always baby. doing that to me? I know you do. You're just the greatest Fox ever. You're such a cute little Fox. Yes, you are. Fox don't know what the hell she's talking about. Ooh, incoherent Fox noises. <laughs> Search profile, 24. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, here you go. And you could you could bring Let those up. You can bring those up. I want to talk about some of this stuff. All right, well, go ahead and bring it up. What you want to talk about? What you want to talk about? Let's see. You always be the bad guy in someone's story. What does that mean? Like, why do you feel yeah, like that? So I think um, one of the hard things that I struggled with a lot in my life was, it, so it started. There's one incident that I can remember as a child that sparked this. Like, I will not be fucking wrong if I'm not wrong. I will not be blamed for some shit I didn't do. Like, I will not be your bad guy. You know what I mean, and that was mm-hmm. because in school, in school, basically they said that they they told me that I um said that I did something right, and I'm like, no, I didn't do it, and I'm there for hours, and they're they on my ass. Yo, you did this, you did. I didn't do it, I didn't do it, and then I finally just admitted to it, just so they would leave me alone, and then it, and then it basically destroyed my character. Luckily, my mama was a gypsy, so I ain't never go to the same school for more than a year, like ever from kindergarten on up until. Fourth grade, I went to at least one or two schools every year. So I ain't never sticking to school that long. And then fourth grade, I was at a school for a few, fourth, fifth, and sixth, I was at the same school. And then seventh through twelfth, whatever. But the the biggest thing was like I just didn't want to be the bad guy, and that carried over as a traumatic. And as small as that was, as a traumatic experience, was like I don't want to be the bad guy for something I didn't do. Like if you say something like, "Hey, you punched my brother in the face," yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, and I might punch you too, right? But <laughs> when it comes down to some shit I didn't do, I just felt like, yo, this is crazy. I don't want to be blamed for it. So you, so as I get older and I realize, like, now, you're going to be the bad guy in somebody's story because people will use that to manipulate you when they see that part of you when you want to make things right, right? Like, I'm a problem solver. That's a, that's a gift and a curse. So I want to solve problems. I want to solve situations. I want to do things. So people will tend to try to use that against me when they did something, right? Like, so... I'm not perfect, right? So I fuck things up. I do that. But people try and use that to imprison me to be like, oh, well, let me manipulate you. And not to say you haven't done it, but women are historically, historically like, oh, this is like one of their go-tos. Like, oh, well, this shit's all bad, this and that. Well, let me make you feel bad, and then you'll come back. And then once you, once you, so it's your you keep trying to please your woman, point. Because we can say the same thing about men, definitely. Is this my rant or your rant? So it's my rant. So what I want to go ahead and say is like that, that that was the issue for me, right? So I realized that to find your peace is that like to find your peace with people and things you do, you have to understand that sometimes you're going to be the bad guy, regardless of how much you try and everything else, that if you continue to try to be the superhero and you keep trying to like 
make things right with people. That all you do is keep putting yourself in a jacked up situation that people can manipulate. It becomes like it's like when you look at that superhero or something, and um, uh, it makes me think of like Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> right? You used to watch Dragon Ball Z as a kid, and what people would do when they try to fight Goku is they like, damn, Goku, Goku tough. So what I'm gonna do is it's like they come at me and I'm Goku, and they like, oh. I can't beat him. So they would shoot a, so they throw a super attack that I could easily get out the way of, but it comes at you. So I, I take that attack because I don't want it to happen to you because you're my weakness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want something to happen to you. So that complex, and especially being beaten my head to 48 laws of power by my godfather, 48 laws of power, protect your reputation at all costs. Protect your reputation at all costs. Sometimes you don't got to because the people who, the people who shitting on your name and attacking your character, their opinion don't matter. That's right. That's one thing I always say um, when dealing with people. I've just come to realize that they don't take care of you. They don't have a stake in your life. Why worry about what they say? We want so much for people's approval and to appease others, but you have to look at the realization that these people don't take care of you. They're not providing anything to you. So it doesn't matter if you are continuing to be the best person that you can be and you know what you've done thus far, you can turn away from the situation easily without feeling bad. They're going to always say something, hella high water, good or bad. Either way, don't worry about what people have to say about you or what they think about you because they don't have a stake in your life. They don't take care of you. They don't pay your bills. Your livelihood is not depending on them. They don't put a roof over your head, so don't worry about what they have to say. I, I go with one more that it's not even about whether or not they have that because it's a lot of people. Like, I got a lot of friends that don't necessarily do a whole lot for me, but I, I trust their opinion. But the difference is, is you have a vested interest in my betterment and my success. Like, if you tell me I'm fucked up about something and I need to fix it, that's a, vetri- that's a vested interest in my success and our success. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they don't have a stake in your life. Yeah, that's like a, so, yeah, I guess because, like, the examples you was using, I guess I was going off because, like, yeah, well, if they pay the bill, this now. Well, don't nobody, ain't nobody paying it. I'm good. Like, so in that case, I can say fuck a whole lot of people, but it's not that. It's if you have a vested interest in my success and my well-being. You actually care about me to a point where it's like, oh, that type of stuff matters, right? So for me, it's just like just understanding that you're going to be the bad guy in somebody's story, and it's just like accept it because that person's telling a whole story or something like that that you don't have nothing to do with that you don't got nothing to be a part of, that it don't got nothing to do with you. So what are you going to do? How much energy are you going to burn yeah. on trying to rectify that one story over here? And, 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 and nine times out of ten, if somebody that ain't shit is bad-mouthing you, throwing dirt on your name, they telling the rest of their friends and people that ain't shit. So at the end of the day, it's like, actually, I don't care about your opinion or that little group of fucktars that you kicking it to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you also said something else too. Um, she got receipts. Yeah, I got receipts. I need some clarification on these. You know. <laughs> you said do things for people out of the kindness in your heart and never give something you can't afford to lose. Huge. I want. It said keeps disappointment and heart feelings down. So um, I can only imagine you talking about the regret you feel from putting from pouring into people all the time and not getting that reciprocity. So it's not even so much just the reciprocity, right? It's about, like, just the basics of, like, say, for instance, you ask me for $100. Mm-hmm. I give you $100. Now, I'm only going to give you that $100. There's very few people that, like, let's say I'm on my last, and you ask me, like, hey, I, uh, I really need this. It's only very few people in the world that if they came to me and asked me for that, that I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to take that risk. Because that risk is I'm risking the health of our friendship or our relationship or whatever we got going on. So, if I give you $100 and you fuck me over 
or $1,000 or $10,000 or whatever, it's like if I do that, then realistically what what, ha- what winds up happening is we, I put ourselves in a position to damage our relationship. So if I give it to you and you're, uh, and you're a shifty individual and you don't pay me back, you don't give that back, it's cool because all I did really was pay. Uh, I just paid the, the cost to not deal with you on that level anymore. So I don't have to worry about dealing with you on that level, nor do I have to feel guilty about dealing with you on that level. That's a good way anymore. to think about it, paying a cost for not dealing with you anymore. Like, yeah, now I, I know. I, I learned my lesson. This is what I had to pay in order to learn Yeah, it. I paid $50 to <laughs> person A so that I don't ever have to be put in a situation where maybe I might. And, and, and think about it. It's like you might be mad about $50, but mm-hmm. I could have really thought that you was my, you know what I mean, you was my dude or you was my girl or you was this and that, da 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 And then now it's 50000 or something when I'm making more money. Like, so you go through these different effects. Also, when you pour into people, it's like you do it out the kindness of your heart. Because if you do it out the kindness of your mm-hmm. heart, you, it's like raising kids. You do stuff because you love them. You don't do stuff, you don't do stuff because, like, uh, you want to see the instant gratification. You know it's not instant gratification. So if you do stuff because you love people and you do stuff because it was the right thing to do, you do stuff like that, then it, 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 you automatically feel a whole lot better. Like, for instance, if I give a... Um, uh, uh, a homeless person some money A lot of people will be like Why would you give them some money It's like they're going to go buy drugs I didn't give that to them to get drugs Like yeah sure I'll try, I'll try to get them food Or something like that But I did it out of the kindness of my heart right So when you do things out of the kindness of heart You just accept it like I did this I did this out of kindness of my heart I didn't expect you that, that, that keeps you from expecting yourself out of other people Which is probably something else I made it rant about Like you can't yeah. expect yourself out of other people Because that's the disappointment right Like Dalai Lama, Gotti All these people that said that like Disappointment, like uh, what is that? Uh, desires, like your desires and wants and stuff like that, is the mother of all disappointment. Expectations, expectations, right? Yeah, your desires, wants, expectations. That's the um, that's the mother of all disappointment, right? Like you can't be disappointed if you wasn't expecting nothing, right? Right? Like, like oh, well, I would like, like for this to happen, but yeah, yeah. But oh, well. what I'm saying is, like, if you're waiting for your pack, you got a package coming in today, and you're expecting that package, and it don't come, <laughs> you feel disappointment. Yeah. But right now, we didn't have any disappointment. With the mail system because we wasn't expecting nothing, right? Right. So it's the same thing with um doing things out of kindness of your heart. You do it and you get you get your high off of doing it, right? Like a lot of people who wind up doing a lot of community service and giving realize that the the portion about like the high that you feel from giving, mm-hmm. it's just give. Like you just give and so so be it, right? Like you give and it's you, still a return at the end of the day because you have that feeling that you get afterwards. That is you know yeah because you give Every, everybody does shit for that, suffering right? like it don't matter what you right. is the best people and that's in the world. okay yeah yeah and that's it, okay to do that so my mom always used to tell me like when you just use an example of giving to um and just coming off of thanksgiving too while we talking <laughs> so um she used to always say i always used to wonder why she have to stop every time and give the people on the side of the of the street or whatever um money or at walmart holding up signs i'm like mom he gonna go and get a beer he already looked drunk. He smelled like liquor right now. You know, that's not my concern. What that he do with problem. it. He, he could probably want food this time. Because that's the same you know, thing. That's it doesn't matter what he do. I'm, I'm blessing him so that way he's able to get what he needs. If he doesn't do right by it, that's not on me. Yeah, because, I mean. I think, gave him what he needed. You think about it. How many times you'll be butthurt. Somebody say, like, yo, I need some money for the rent. Sometimes people going to lie. They be like, yo, I need some money for the rent. And they really need the money for some bogus-ass reason or something like that. Or yeah. they be like, oh, I need money for my car. I need money for my insurance, my cell phone bill. And then they do something else with it. It's like, are you going to chase all those reasons and then feel bad and be yeah. like, well, now I'm going to build up this wall of not trusting people. It's kind of hard, too, because um, we think about it. This is our hard-earned, hard-earned money that we're giving out to people, right? So, like, I expect for you to go and get this food that you said you need. 
I expect this to happen. I ex- so, but I've, I, I've, <laughs> the I've expectations. reached a point. Yeah. I, but that's the expectation. I've reached yeah. a point where, you know what I do? I expect you to do what you need to do, whatever you value the most with this money. But I also expect you not to call me no goddamn more ask about this money <laughs> because you're done. Like, yeah, you needed this. Your rent ain't paid or something like that. Cool. I gave you the money for your rent. And now you and now you didn't pay your rent. And now you're like, yo, I messed up the money. I did this and that. That ain't my problem, mm-hmm. bucko. You know what I mean? So Par- sit on, let that sit in your spirit. Parasites will only be mad when you stop feeding them. Don't be upset when they lash out. They will guilt you for not letting them feast on your energy and resources. That right there was something I was like, yes. That's, that spoke to your that, spirit. <laughs> that spoke to my spirit. Mm, that spoke to my spirit. Yes, it did. So that's one of them things mm. that people will... Um, People with guys being a parasite under so many other reasons, right? Like mm-hmm. a, a person with guys being a parasite under the idea of like, oh, I'm this type of person, so I deserve, and, and you'll feel bad, you'll do these things. And the parasite is just like in the animal kingdom. It's like, boom, I'm big animal, you're little animal, you get right here, and you eating. And yep. you love me because you eating, you eating, you eating, you eating. And then whenever I do something to get you off, you'll curse my name. You'll speak bad about me, yeah. and don't matter, right? And and it's one of the things we got to understand. It's people who you're going to be there for that, Nobody gives a damn about, but they're gonna. People are gonna play it out into their own story, and it goes right back into like you're the bad guy in the story. Yeah. They people be, people are so full of shit that they will tell a story so many times a certain way in their mind until they believe that, it. Until they believe it, right? Yeah. Like they convince themselves. That's how dudes be lie detector tests. They just keep telling themselves this bullshit over and over and over again. So it's like, this is my truth. That's cool. Let that be your truth, but that's not gonna hold me, right? So. People, it's like you got to beware of parasitic relationships because you're gonna you're gonna dump out energy and, and, and your energy, like they say, energy can't be created nor destroyed. So regardless of the energy you get back, it's a finite resource. Mm-hmm. It ain't infinite, right? It's a finite resource. So you need to recharge. So you got to be charging yourself on more than the apps you're using on it. Yeah. So when you get to the point that you're using the apps more than what you're doing on your cell phone, then yeah. you start dragging yourself through them. Then it's like, oh, life is, oh, yeah. oh, you know what I mean? And that's when you start feeling bogged down, and then you start lashing out at people and doing all types of crazy stuff, and you just got to realize, like, oh, you mad because you was eating, and now you're not eating. Now you're going to make me feel bad because you're the parasite that sat on my back as I swam through the ocean, as I ate, as I went out mm-hmm. here and did shark shit, you know what I mean? Shark, ar, 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 you know what I mean? I'm out here sharking it up. I hope you know don't what I mean? say that. Ar, 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 you know what I mean? I'm out here sharking it up and then you on my back just feeding, feasting, feasting, feasting. And then when I kick you off, it's like, oh damn, you just going to do that to me? You going to do that to me? You know I wasn't feeling good. You going to do that to me and I'm sick and it's not. You got to. Well, I thought and, and, it was like this and I thought, I thought it was, it was like, like what? that. Did but you that's you talk a huge, about how it's supposed to be? Like, did you, like, what's up? No, but that's one, one of the huge things about. That's the one of them huge things about one-way relationships and everything like that is you just got to hold your boundaries. Yeah. Right? Like, so it's like you got to understand, respect your boundaries because other people are respecting their boundaries. And that's what happens when you're a really giving person is you're not respecting your own boundaries. Mm. So if you don't, it's kind of one of them things like, like, just like our parents told us as kids, if you don't respect you, how everybody else going to respect you? Who's supposed to respect you if you don't respect you? You know what I mean? You out here doing all this wild shit, then people supposed to respect you? No, you got to respect your own boundaries first and understand it. Don't make me an asshole or anything like that for me to have boundaries. Like, these boundaries are here to protect me so that I can continue to do for the people who aren't parasites in my life. So when a person becomes a parasite, it's like, oh, well, you know what? You might be there for the ride for a while. And then when I realize, it's like, you know what I mean? Let me shrug them off down here in the great blue sea and keep it moving. You know what I mean? People's accountability is something, too. That's one 
that's like what you just because you wanted it to be one way and it didn't turn out the way that you was hoping or expected for it to be. It's like, oh, that person did you wrong. Oh, that person felt this made you feel this way or made you or did this. This is being done to me. But yeah. you're not accounting for the stuff that you actually did that caused this whole effect, to, this whole trickle down effect right here. You're not yeah. being accountable and, and recognizing your role in it, because at the end of the day, we have to see that every nothing is going to be done to us unless we allow it, right? Unless we have a role in it, unless we have part. a part in it, right? So, um, and I say that too because I'm, and I, I think on both planes, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I say that. But I feel as though. You couldn't stop that from being done to you. I may have wanted that before I got here on this round. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So. What I'm saying is I think that people need to really be accountable for the decisions that they make, what they choose and how they choose to act or govern themselves. And when it comes to dealing with other people, my mother always nice to get so mad at her. She used to always when I ask her something. No, no. You didn't even hear what I'm going to say. No, you don't even want to listen to what? No. Or she'll listen to me. No. Respect Why are you saying no all the time? You don't even know. It's something so simple. I said no. And I hated that. I absolutely hated it. But, but now as an adult, yes, I needed that. And as an adult now, I, I have no problem with like, no, no. Ignoring you, I can absolutely do it. I can walk in circles around you and you won't even be here in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it is what it so is. So I have to do those things. That's what I've learned over the years, you know, that it's okay to set boundaries for yourself. It's okay to to remove yourself from people and yeah. remove yourself from situations. Because so, um, a lot of times the best thing to do in certain situations is just don't engage. It's no different than combat. Like life, yeah. like they talk about like love and warfare, right? That's all life is, right? It's love and warfare. So, and they run so similar. So it's kind of like you have to, you have to decide what to engage. It's like if I'm about to, we about to breach a room. We got a, we got a tag team. It's four of us. What y'all thinking in that room? Yeah, it's four of us in there. We, and, and, you know what I mean? And then we going in, it's like. We put the thermal scan on, boom, there's 20 dudes in here. And they gun's still hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe this ain't the best fight to take, right? So that gets back into, like, choosing your battles and everything that you do, right? And I think people people spend so much time fighting these, like, lackluster battles about this, that, and the third that you burn yourself out before you get to, the before you get to the like, the, the, the apex of the war. Like, what you need to do to get everything done is, like, you ain't got no more gas because you done picked up every fight. It's like, it's one yeah. dude over here talking shit. You could just walk past him, but you fight him. And then you fight him. It's like being a UFC fighter, and then you fight every fan that say some wild shit about you from, from the locker room all the way up to the ring. And then you get into the ring to fight a five-round match, and it's like, whew, I ain't got no gas. Yeah. Well, old boy on the other side, he got gas because he decided not to fight them bullshit battles, right? So that's something that's something that we should um, all learn from about sometimes it's okay to just disengage. Like, yeah. you disengage. And it's something from, from the perspective of, like, when you're a child, until you get older, sometimes we just have to disengage and be like, this ain't worth it. Like, weigh the, weigh the pros and cons, right? To be like, what do I gain from this? Okay, I set this one person straight that has, like you said, has no value in my life, right. have no stake in my life. They have not a vested interest in me. But you know what? I don't want them to think I'm a hoe, right? And that mentality is the same mentality that got so many of us jacked up in life, right? Like um, young gang members, um, a, a lot of my people, a lot of my people from back home, a lot of your people from back home. You know what I'm saying? And all of the stuff that we deal with, we just get into the set point where we're just like, oh, well, I can't let nothing slide. I can't let nothing slide. Nah, welcome to the jungle gym. Sometimes you got to yeah. let some shit slide. This is something that I always say. Um, people are mirrors of you. Oh, 
That's my so shit. So if you find yourself not liking the person, it's one of your traits that are magnified that you're being exposed to. Take that as a teachable moment to fix yourself. Yeah. So when you see yourself, oh, I do not like her. Oh, I cannot stand him. Or I cannot, you know, just, I don't like that dude. Yeah, that is, oh, my God. My grandfather told me that when I was a kid. And it sounded like the most ridiculous shit I ever heard <laughs> when I was a kid. Because you got to think. Be like him. Pre- be like He's like, what? <sighs> no, he just he just sucks. Like, that person just sucks. Mm-hmm. But realistically, you have things about yourself that aren't in line with the universe or your higher power, whatever you want to call it. You got things that you're doing that's not in line with that. It's not in line with the, your your trajectory on this plane, whatever, right? It's not in line with that. So what happens is you just catch yourself um, looking at a person and be like, damn, I hate this about them. They always do this. They always do that. All it is is something about yourself that's magnified. Mm-hmm. And it's always something to learn, right? Like so many times people, you'll look at somebody and be like, damn, I just don't like them. But it's so much to learn from that person. Like, Why don't I like them? Oh, because that's a little piece of me right there. And I need to kill that part of myself so that I can hit the next level. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? Instead of wasting my time sitting there being like, yeah, I should bash your head in because you're this or you're that. No. What I'm going to do is what I should do. Not what I always do. What I pray that I get to a point that I can always do is look at that person and be like, you know what? I feel sorry for you because this thing I hate about me, I know you got to hate it about you. But yeah. I'm going to work on it with me and make myself better so that I'm not... So I don't get to that point because it's a cancer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're cancer on 10. You know what I mean? You uh, well, Cancer go by stage. So you you stage four cancer. I'm one. Maybe I could smack some chemo, get on the Dr. Sebi diet, and bounce back. But it's like you over here on 10. It's like, four. well, damn, big fella. You know what I mean? It's, you out of yeah. here. I think that um, for me, life is like a school, right? So I thought you were about here, to say life is like a box of life chocolates. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> so I think that life is a school and we come here to learn these lessons to mm-hmm. ascend spiritually, right? Anytime you meet somebody or have um, something engaging with that person, it is a mirror. They are a mirror for you, right? So they're here to teach you something that you are doing, right? That you shouldn't be doing or something that you should be doing for yourself that you aren't doing. So yeah. that's like one thing I tell women, if when they find themselves in a situation where, oh, they doing this, they, oh, I gave this man everything. Oh, I did this and I gave that and I, everything I just took, I just, and he just, oh, he being selfish. Oh, he just took me and just used me and just da 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 da. And he just, da, da, da. he's teaching you something. He's your yeah. mirror. He is they exactly teach you something because you did that at some you. level probably to somebody. No, not even that. Not even okay. that. It's the point that that's what you should be doing for you. Everything that you're pouring into him, you, you should be pouring into, you. into yeah. yourself. Still a teachable lesson. You should be pouring into yourself. So, and that goes for men too, whoever it is that you meet. Your partner, it doesn't matter who it is. So we always have to look at these people as lessons. They are our mirrors. That's my, that's my belief about so, people in this world. So am I right? In the universe. Am I right to keep pouring into you? Yeah, you better. Put a little sugar in my bowl, Hey, baby. put some sugar in my bowl. Put a little sugar in my bowl. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I think thing. that's a huge one that people could take so much from. And, and it gives you a different aspect on life, right? Like one of the things about a lot of times you're in a shitty situation in life. And the number one thing you could do is like just change your perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, it's it's hard. Yeah, it is. But it's uh, necessary. It's, it's necessary and it's actually the most realistic thing that you can do, right? Like say, for instance, you broke. You think about it like we both grew up broke as hell. And we was happy kids. Mm-hmm. Like we was happy kids, right? And that came when from. When I wasn't on punishment, I was happy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> For them two weeks, you wasn't on punishment growing up. Four but, months at a time and shit. <laughs> four months, you wasn't on punishment. But um, 
Yeah, you, so it's it's like when you change your perspective, it's like a lot of times, like you sit there and you think about it. When people be sitting there thinking like, oh, my life sucks, my life sucks, my life sucks. Yo, it's a kid in some South Asian country right now that's jumping in a river full of shit because somebody threw a quarter in there who would kill to be you, literally yeah. would kill anybody you put in front of him to be you. So it's like our perspective sometimes is so jacked and – our perspective is so jacked when it's like a lot of times we just need to change our perspective. Yeah. Like, for instance, like my son. My gratefulness. Aunt, yeah. That, that gratefulness and thankfulness of what you already have. If you're in a shitty situation, you can always find something positive or to look for something positive. Or else you're going to stay. You're going to stay in where you yeah, are. Yeah, you're going to stay there. But And, and then it's kind of like when people get into the, uh, they get into asking, like, why me? Why me? Like, I remember when I found out, when I found out that my son had autism, right? And I found out my son had autism and I was like, what the fuck did I do? I ain't even talk shit about nobody, baby. The whole time my ex-wife was pregnant, I ain't say nothing about nobody. I ain't talk no shit about nobody's kids. I ain't do this, that, and the third. It's like, God, why the fuck did you do this to me, right? But now my my perspective has shifted from why me is in, why me, it shouldn't be me, to like why me so I can learn from this lesson. Like, you obviously gave this, so I'm supposed to do something with it. So it's like, throw me some breadcrumbs so I can at least start getting on the right trail to learn from this experience so we can get over it. It's like when people pray for patience and everything else. You pray for patience, God going to give you um, trials and tribulations. You pray for strength, God going to give you trials and tribulations. You know what I mean? Or whoever you believe in, or the universe, whatever you whatever you believe in or not, something's going to something's gonna shift to get you that what you want. Like, you want that? If it's your, just your subconscious mind and you don't believe in anything else but, but you, right? Your subconscious mind is like, okay, well, let's do some stuff to get stronger. Okay, so it's hap- It's not happening at you. It's happening for you. Mm-hmm. That's what I just wanted to say before yeah. you go on and we go somewhere else. No, 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 no. That's the perfect. Not happening. That's the perfect way to look at, at it. you. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. And that and that goes back to a callback to Gross. what you just said. Mm-hmm. That what you what you said earlier when you was like people were like why is this happening to me? Why are you doing this? And why is this happening? It's like no, it's not happening at you. It's happening for you, for your growth. It's, this and is an opportunity true. for you to grow. Absolutely. Right? So you can hit the next level, next level, next level, next level, right? So, so we out of here. Out of here. So did you have another one you want to get into? Or? No, I think you, that's you're done it with for me. now. You're done for now, with the receipts. That's it. I'm done with some Because I wasn't expecting it. You called the audible really, on me. I thought it was just some really good points that I think people need to hear, especially now. You know, when yeah. it's worrisome time right now with all this going on and nobody's really showing a kinship to help one another and be there and support one another. We've developed, and especially through this lockdown, all types of, or our mental illnesses have been um, up at the forefront of a lot of our lives, like depression and all these different things have been pushed to the forefront because now we don't have all these distractions because we were forced in solitude. So uh, I think that was important to kind of hit those yeah, things. Yeah, and, and even like my homegirl said, it's like, yo, the the real thing is that people forget. It's like we're all battling with like crippling depression right now. So it's like we're struggling with a whole lot of things, and we just don't understand how to deal with them. And it's not a lot of help out there, right? Like it, there's help, but it's like everybody's going through something. So a lot of times we just feel bad. Like I feel bad when I got some shit going on. You got some shit going on. It's like, hey, you got room in your bag for my shit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, do you got? Do I got room in my bag for your shit? You know what I mean? So a lot of times we feel guilty. Then you're gonna have the people too that's like that's in the terrible situations. Oh, my kid yeah. just died. Or yeah. tell me how's that for me? Or tell me how's that? How's that for me? Whether yeah, you want to believe that, it or not. I don't know. Like I don't know what the universe's plans is for right. you. I don't know what like what the big goal of everything is for you. But if you take that, that's just shifting your perspective. Right. To say like, all right, what's in this for me to learn, learn, learn. A lot of times when I can't think of a time that I've shifted my perspective. And thought, why me? Why me? Why me? 
from the perspective of not it's happening to me, but it's happening for me. So why is this happening? So I know how to like I know how to move accordingly. Anytime that I've actually successfully shifted my perspective, not just I said it. So it, no, I actually believed it and shifted my perspective. I can't think of a time where I didn't eventually find out what it is. What like the I didn't find out what that lesson it. was, right? Yeah. Even if I'm still in the mix of that lesson and learning, mm-hmm. I'm still learning that lesson, right? Yeah, absolutely. So Fox, you yes. can't can't make this shit up. So who said? Oh, go to our comments. Okay, so Kenny said Fox hit it with happened for you. You topped it off with growth to the next level. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's what we're talking about, about it happening for you, not to you. And then it's just topped off about growth to the next level. It's all about growing, 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 growing. Ascension so, is why we're here. Ascension, Life yeah. is a school. School of hard knocks, yeah, we here. Yeah. Wide open, what, we here. But think about it. If it wasn't hard, if it wasn't like hard knocks and bruises and stuff like that, it, it wouldn't work. Like, I remember... I remember, like, my older kids, it was like, don't touch the stove, don't touch the stove, don't touch the stove, you're fighting. I'm, 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 I'm out here making open field tackles to keep them away from the stove. Uh, youngest, <laughs> don't touch the stove. And I walk away. Because you know what the whole thing is? He put his hand on the stove, he ain't going to die. But you know what? You see, how, you see how he come around when I'm cooking in the morning or something like that. He keep his distance he oh, yeah, behind yeah. me on that stove. Like, mm, he man. hold your waist. Yeah, he hold my waist, speak around, work <laughs> his way around and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, yeah, big fella, you know why? Because yeah. you went and you burned yourself. And we had that talk about I told your ass, and now here you are now. We're like, oh, well, I ain't going to touch that stove again. So sometimes life got to give us those hard lessons, else yeah. we won't learn. Because it's just like when people tell us stuff. Our parents done told us stuff, grandparents, the um, the wisdom and the elders of our community, they told us plenty of things. Yeah, we just kind of look at the situation like, whatever, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Yeah, y'all old, I y'all washed up. Yeah, it's no. different now. Hey, nothing new under the sun. Ain't nothing new under the sun. My grandmother told you to tell me that all the time. Everything but, will repeat itself. Yeah. So, um... What we got is <laughs> what? What's it? Can't so make this it's New shit Jersey. It's, it's can't make this shit up. Okay. So Bear closes front door of New Jersey home. Bear, like four legged, raw, climb trees. Bear. What? They left it open. He just like no. Shut this shit. I give you what? one better. So I'm gonna read the article to you first. November 24th, a New Jersey woman shared a video, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna play a little bit of the video. Okay. But it uh video of a bear abiding by her <laughs> polite request and closing the front door of her home. Abiding by her polite request. What did she say? And closing the front door of her home. <laughs> what? Susan K is K E H O E. So Kaho, Kaho, whatever. But um of Vernon, Vernon, New Jersey, posted a video to YouTube showing her opening the front door to reveal a bear on the stoop. Quote, Mr. Bear, will you please close my door? Go ahead, Kaho <laughs> asked to the Bruin. Kaho asked the bear a few more times to close the door, and the animal grabs the knob in its mouth and closes the door part way. She continues to make the request until the bear completely closes the door. This bear learned how to close the door to my house, Kaho wrote in a video description. Oh, my God. That's Yo. crazy. No, that's crazy. Do you know how ridiculous that is? That, like, you at a point where you just feel that comfortable? Mm-hmm. That so if you so I can't throw the video up. Well, first of all, the fact Hold that on, here you go. Here you go to the video. New Jersey has an encounter. You got to see to believe. Susan Keyhole says she took this video last night of a bear she calls Mr. Doorman. She says the bear has learned to close her front door. She asked the bear to close the front door, please. And sure enough, the bear grabs the doorknob in his mouth and begins to shut the door, but not, you know, all the way at first. So she asks again a few more times, and then the bear completes the task. Mr. Doorman feeling oh right that's, at. That's a wow. Oh, did you hear Close the door, please. That's a whole ass bear. That's a whole Look, But bear. this is the wild shit. So she, 
on the video, when you look at the video, she talks to the bear. She opens the door, and the bear is out there on the front steps. She don't even freak out. She just looked at the bear like it was a stray cat. It's normal. Yeah, she's just up here like, oh, hey, Mr. Bear. This and And then she backs up and leaves the door open. She backs up and then looks at the bear and says, hey, Mr. Bear, close my door. Close my door. And then the bear comes up, walks, gets about two, three paws into the house. Looks grabs around, the door with his then eventually mouth. grabs the door, brings it about, what, 90% of the way shut. And then she tells him, fuck intelligent. You out here playing with a whole ass bear. Yeah, I mean, he know what she's talking about. They had some kind of interaction before. I don't she care. She named him Mr. I bear. I, I don't know. This is apparently not his first visit. I don't care. It would have been his last was visit. like, listen. No, it would have been his last okay. visit. Okay. <laughs> it would have been his last visit. I'm not that in touch with nature. <laughs> they be fucking, a bear? Mm-hmm. You're talking about a whole ass bear. Like, you're talking about a 400-pound killing machine, because it was a black bear, mm-hmm. and uh, a Bruin, uh, probably 300 pounds. He wasn't that big, but... 300 pounds. I'm not 300 pounds. That's big. And he got bear mm-hmm. muscles. Those aren't human muscles. He don't even got to stretch. Like, like he just wake up, boom, climb up a tree, kill some shit. Like, You're I got to. Yeah, You're but I got to stretch like in the morning. <laughs> like, I got to stretch in the morning. My teeth file down. It's a whole ass bear. And people have this level of confidence to be like, oh, let me engage with this bear and talk to this bear. That's fucking bananas to me. That's, That's absolutely mean. bananas. Like, you can't make this shit up. And people always talking shit because, you know, we down here in the South and, you know, you from Florida. We used to live in Florida, and we just got out there. And uh, what winds up happening is people always say that shit. Oh, well, Florida man, Florida this, Florida that, da da da. Nah, Jersey, Jersey, I'm back home, Mister Bear. Y'all wildin'. This man, this for my home girls. We be talking shit about Florida, Jersey, Jersey Bears, <laughs> whole ass bear. Just and people just come Look on like in, a black bear, bear too. Yeah, you. I don't care what kind of bear it is. It could have been a koala bear. Koala bear. <laughs> <laughs> like hit marsupial ass up out of here, fam. Like we're right. not playing with you. So we're gonna get them up out of here. Right. Let's see, we got another something from May Isha. Okay. Some of our most valuable lessons are in the ones we could have avoided but decided to learn the hard way. Yeah. Yeah, that's precisely what that's we're talking fact. about. Like could have avoided them, but um here we go. We have to go through those things. Life is a school, so we have to go through those things. If we avoid it, there wouldn't have been a lesson to learn. Yeah, it's kind of like. So we'll just skate it through. Like, what? What? where's the growth in that? That's the gym, right? Like, that's the gym. You could avoid the gym mm-hmm. and not have to lift them heavy-ass weights. But Ronnie, like Ronnie Coleman said, everybody want to get swole. Nobody want to lift these heavy-ass weights. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely, absolutely. All right. So, I think um, we pretty much covered everything, right? Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I wanted to talk about those little gems, little Let me jewels you gems dropped. Out. <laughs> out here dropping right, these don't gems. Watch yourself. You know what I'm saying? Look around and get beside yourself. yourself. I know. Gun to my head. Okay, so what we got? Gun to your head, Fox. Who is this from? Is this from somebody? From a user? Nope. Okay, ain't nobody been from? helping us out lately. So you know what? Nobody your boy just won this, this five minutes before the podcast. So you got to deal with it. Okay. So, we got, would you rather give up all technology? So, not all technology, but like cell phones, computers, tablets, yeah, uh, the Samsung watch, Apple watch, whatever, et cetera, or give up all movies, television, and books. So, that's why I just made the difference, the, um, the difference between the technology. Like, you can keep, like, the TVs, 
and your TV shows, movies, and books, and stuff oh, like that. Oh, technology versus... Yeah, yeah, basically, like, the shit we okay. had when we was kids versus all the new shit we got now that we use them. I'm keeping new stuff. Gun in my head, I'm keeping all the new stuff because I can get those. A lot of those things have become electronic, our books and things like that. I know some of them aren't, which I don't know what I mean, but I'm quite oh, sure there's some there that aren't. Some um, gems. I would definitely keep my new electronics because I can get access to those things. I can watch movies online. I can do those nah, different things. I don't, don't go to the theaters anyway. So, no, nah, I think I, I'm, I'm thinking the way this question was worded because I grabbed this one offline. I think the way it's worded is like we ain't gonna have the movies. Like those movies is gone. Like those movies from Dracula to Avengers to um, what we just watched. That will cancel. That will cancel the new technology out. That what we need it for then. Because we, if we do don't everything. have new everything, if we don't have access to anything that we would normally have manually. Because the, 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 we, we use the technology for just so much more than just streaming, too. Like social media, we can still have social media. Okay, we right, still have people social still media. Have social media. We can still Google okay, every yeah. damn thing. I'm keeping, my new, I'm keeping my new technology because I definitely I like the internet. I like to learn about the buffalo that we don't have here in America. I like <laughs> Buffalo, 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 right. buffalo. I like to learn about things like that. So uh, not necessarily reading a book, you know. And, you know, I don't like reading the book anyway. I don't like reading books. Oh, um, no. Unless it's spiritual books, that's the only books I actually like pick up and read. Like, oh, really? But other than that, no. I guess for me, the way the question's worded, it depends. Now, if I could still, like, take the new technology and access the old stuff, because, you know, I do like to read. But, like, if I could access the old stuff... Like, the books and stuff, I'm cool. Like, you could drop the movies out, and, I mean, you'll lose a lot. But I think even we'll lose a whole lot on social media. Like, you know how much, like, even from, like, lighting and stuff like that. Like, my boy Big P, like, our lighting was trash the first time we tried this or whatever. And now, like, the lighting looks a lot better and getting the focus and my exposure skin and looks stuff good, like P. that. That's I mean, my your, your skin, skin popping today. Your skin's beautiful regardless. I know I mean, what it is. Pop my collars and stuff, you know. Wham. But um, yeah, I you're mean, beautiful. Just, you're beautiful. I, I, I can't even knock you for There's a whole lot I of things am. I can shit on That's you about, all. but that ain't it. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You see this domestic violence happening right here. I right was wiping now. this. No, nah, we won't wipe it. No, yeah, we're wiping with a fist. Something. Yeah, well, I had your hand. Your hand in close proximity <laughs> of my jawline. But um, for me, I think uh so if I could keep the books, I would go with technology. I would go with the new tech. But it's just hard to go without books because books have just formed life, right? Man. It's just like formed life. And I don't even understand, like, in the big scheme of things, now that I go back to this question, look at it, it's like, I don't even know how we get there to technology without yeah. the old stuff. Like, we just get put, put to the point, this must be like a Thanos snap, like, boom, yeah. you know what I'm saying, one or the other. But, like, I want to keep the technology because I also think about, like, even just, even just, like, when you think about, like, at what point, does the technology stop? Because um, warfare, everything we do, right, that is necessary. Like in a in a great in a perfect world, we wouldn't need warfare and everything. But when I think about the tech and all the things that we could have, it'd be hard to not just be like, I want to know something right now. Right. Like I don't go to the library yeah. anymore. I want to know something right, right now. now. I Google the shit. We have the world in the palm of our hands. Yeah. It, and you know what? I actually think you know all these movies that we see about post apocalyptic this and post apocalyptic that. I do feel if we get to that point and it's going to be just like that, we need these books. You know, look at Book of Eli. You know, mm -hmm. look at that type of movie, things like that. We're going to need these, these you know, tangible things to kind of help us through or yeah. creating the next civilization or something like that. Yeah. So um, so I guess, yeah, it's a necessity, a necessity to have still access to I don't those know. books but The things. big thing really for me with books versus, like, movies and TV is that, like, 
no director I've ever seen, like no director I've ever seen, and I'm talking about the most talented, I'm talking about the Spike Lees, the Tarantinos, everybody, Mm -hmm. none of them have what I have in my mind. Like my imagination, when I get into reading a good book, is so vivid that it's like, damn, you know what I mean? Like my my imagination is great. It's just like when when we was talking about horror movies, and I was saying like, don't show me the monster, because the monster that I created in my head is my actual fear. You might show me something I'm not afraid of. Like, if I'm not afraid of spiders and you show me the the last villain and he's yeah. a spider, I'm like, I don't care. Our oh, imagination oh. is much more. But my imagination is going to show yeah, me what I'm actually afraid of. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my fears know my fears. You don't know my fears. So it's kind of like. Yeah, that's why books. some of those movies, it's like you were saying, when we were, ta- we were watching all the horror movies during Halloween and we were like, oh, the damn creature is like, yeah, what? That, yeah. I yeah, did better without knowing. Yeah, that's what, I, that's yeah. what I was referring to. Like, when we saw that, saw the movies and you like, you see them and it's like, man, you just killed it for me showing me this cheesy Terrible shit. Now, in my mind, that fear of not knowing and my mind starts cooking and starts being like, yo, the monster's this or is that or it's something like this. is like, that for me was like, ooh, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's real. That's scary. But what you showed me, it's like, that ain't my fear. You're like, mm-hmm. you don't know my fear. I know my fear. So that's one of the beautiful things about books. And then also just having, um, like I have, like I have so many books. Like even I get look up so much stuff for like reloading mm-hmm. and everything else. And you know that whole one of them whole um workbenches out there. It got two whole things filled with books about reloading and other things and mm-hmm. all these. And it was just like a lot of good gouge that was putting those. And you could look at a lot of internet information and it gets touched. But those books is like hard to let them go. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing the podcast with you today, Fox. You always enjoy the podcast with me. I enjoy life with you. I know. You have no choice because there is no other life without me. Wow. That's right. There's no other life without me. So thank you guys for sitting in with us, Uncle Legends Corner. If you guys got any feedback, suggestions, that's not. I don't know. I saw that <laughs> shit online somewhere. Help. Hit us up, askunclelegend at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking, how you're feeling, if you want anything. If you even want to be a guest on the show, let us know. Okay? Peace. Peace.